Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. If you turn your Bibles to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, do this in remembrance of me. That's what Jesus said during um, that night at the upper room before he went to be crucified. He said, do this in remembrance of me. We see this theme of remembering all over the Bible, as I, as I alluded to as, as we were um, beginning. Um, you see, as they crossed over the, um, the Jordan and they built a pile of rocks and it was supposed to remind them so that like, when their children asked them, what's that pile of rocks for? they would be able to tell them this is to remind us that what the Lord has done. We're to remember those good things that God has done to cause us to praise Him. We're to remember His faithfulness in the past. And I think it functions very similarly in the New Testament when we have the Lord's Supper like we're going to tonight. We are doing this in remembrance of me, in remembrance of Jesus. And it functions similarly to when that young one, in a way, when that young one would ask their parents, what are these stones for? The parents would then explain to the child, we were once slaves in Egypt, and God brought us out of that. And He brought us into this land. And when we take the Lord's Supper and the children ask us, why do we do that? Why do we take this juice? And why do we take this bread? It functions similarly because we can then use that as an opportunity to tell them, we were sinners. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. And Jesus came and He gave His life for us. He died for us. And when we do this, we remember what He did for us. The preacher here at Ecclesiastes, tonight he tells us to remember. He tells us to rejoice He tells us to rejoice while we're young, and He tells us to remember our Creator while we're young. Let's read our text, beginning in Ecclesiastes 11, beginning in verse 7. Light is sweet, and it is pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. All that comes is vanity. Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and let not your heart cheer you, or I'm sorry, let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes, but know that for all these things God will bring you into judgment. Remove vexation from your heart, 
and put away pain from your body. For youth and the dawn of life are vanity. Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil day comes, for the evil days come, and the years draw near of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and their stars are darkened, and the clouds return after the rain. In the day when the keepers of the house tremble, and the strong men are bent, and the grinders cease because they are few, and those who look through the windows are dimmed, and the doors on the street are shut. When the sound of the grinding is low, and one rises up at the sound of a bird, and all the daughters of song are brought low, they are afraid also of what is high, and the terrors are in the way. The almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags itself along, and desire fails because man is going to his eternal home. And the mourners go about in the streets before the silver cord is snapped, or the golden bowl is broken, or the pitcher is shattered at the fountain or the wheel broken at the cistern, and the dust returns to earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, says the preacher, all is vanity. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear from your word tonight. Lord, we pray that you would speak to us That is the desire of our heart, that we would hear from you tonight from your word. And Father, I pray that you would be with me, give me strength and grace as I preach your word in Jesus' name, amen. The preacher begins, light is sweet and it is pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. Basically, he's saying, life is good. Life is good. Light is sweet. It's like honey. To to look out and see the light of day. It's nice to be able to, on a nice, bright, shiny day, to walk outside and see the sun. He says, light is sweet. It's enjoyable. It's, It's pleasurable to the taste. Like honey. Light is sweet. And it is pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. He's telling us life is good. We, we, we cling on to life. Verse 8, So if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. All that comes is vanity. He's continuing on this, this idea of light and comparing it with darkness. He, he says, light is good and, and life is good. As long as you're alive, you can... Unless you're blind. And I'm not, I, I don't want to make the rule by the exceptions. But you can see. Here he says... Um, if a man lives many years, 
He can see the light for many years. He says we should rejoice in them all. Whether a young man, like the later part of the passage is speaking of, or whether you live many years, enjoy life. Rejoice in it. Because life is good. But he says... But let him remember that the days of darkness will be many. The days of darkness are contrasted with the light that is sweet. Life that we have. And remember, there's darkness coming. There's death coming. There's a day when the clouds will all come and you won't be able to see the light anymore. The next verse, the preacher tells us, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth. And let let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and the sight of your eyes. But know that all these things, for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. Young people who are here, you kids, my kids, you others who are here, you young people, this is a text for you. It's a text for all of us. It is, it is relevant to all of us, but especially you young people. It says, remember, remember, I'm sorry, rejoice, O young, young man, in your youth. If you're young, enjoy your life. Enjoy the life that God has given you. He tells us let your heart cheer you in the days of your youth. Walk in the ways of your heart and in the sight of your eyes. That sounds different from what we see other other places in the Bible. In, in Numbers, there's a warning. Don't follow after your own heart. In Jeremiah, it tells us the heart is deceitful above all things. We have to reconcile these things. Here, I think he's telling us, you know, go and do. There's some some freedom in what you do. But remember, whatever you do, God will bring you into judgment. You young people who are here, you've got your whole life ahead of you, hopefully. You've got your whole life ahead of you But it will be gone in an instant. It will be gone. You'll blink your eyes and the next thing you know, you'll be 40. And you blink your eyes again and the next thing you know, you'll be 80. If the Lord gives you that long. He tells us, rejoice, O young man, while you're young. Enjoy your life while you're young. Because the dark days are coming. The dark days are coming. The next thing He tells us, but know that for all these things, God will bring you into judgment. He doesn't just say, rejoice and just go do whatever you want. But He tells us, He he gives us a little bit of parameters there. And He tells us, rejoice, go enjoy your life, but remember, whatever you do, God will bring you into judgment. That ought to shape the way we live our lives. 
That ought to, you know, we, we, we are reminded of that and it brings about the fear of God. We often don't like to talk about the fear of God. But we need to fear God. It is spoken of as a positive thing to fear God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And, and in the next section that we're going to look at next week, it tells us that we are to fear God. The fact is, every one of us, even when we're young, when we, when we feel like we're invincible, when we feel like nothing can touch us, we'll be able to live forever. Even when we're young, we need to remember one day we're going to face our Maker. We're going to face our judgment. And He tells us, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth, and remember, one day you will be judged by God for everything you do. Verse 10, He tells us, Remove vexation from your heart. Put them away from pain from your body, for youth and the dawn of life are vanity. When you're young, enjoy your life. Don't worry about the pain. Don't worry about, uh, about anything. Don't have anxiety. Don't, don't uh, be, be angry with people. You're in the prime of your life whenever you're young. Enjoy it. Put away that anger and that anxiety. Those of you who are young. And then he tells us again, remember your Creator. Before, He was telling us, Rejoice, O young man, in your youth! Rejoice, O young man! But then He tells us, Remember also your Creator in the days of your youth. Is this supposed to be curbing our joy? Somehow uh, telling us, Remember your Creator... Well, uh, Rejoice in your youth, but remember your Creator. In some way to curb that joy? No. I don't believe it's supposed to curb our joy. It's supposed to enhance our joy. If we remember our Creator, we ought to be able to praise Him and be filled with even more joy. Our Creator, the One who made us, the One who flung the stars into space, the One who made all of the animals and every creature that is on the earth, the One who made the stars, who reaches down and He loves you and me. These people who would be seemingly insignificant in comparison to all the universe, and He loves you and me. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth. It ought to cause us to have joy to remember our Creator. Remember His faithfulness. Remember His saving works on our behalf. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you say I have no pleasure in them. Young people, my kids, and you other young people that are here, you kids, there is a day coming when you will no longer have pleasure like you do now where things will be hard and the preacher here in this book is telling you, remember your Creator now. 
There will come a day when it will be too late. Remember your Creator now. Remember your Creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near of which you say, I, will have, I have no pleasure in them. Before the sun and the light and the moon and the stars are darkened and the clouds return after the rain. He contrasts here again. He begins with, life is sweet. It's pleasant for the eyes to see the sun. But there's a day coming to all of us when the clouds will gather. There's a day coming when darkness will seem to cover the sun and the moon and the stars. The preacher tells us, rejoice and remember your Creator before those dark days come. Now, I don't want us to feel like I'm just talking to young people. Because really, this is to all of us. As long as we still can see the light of day. He begins back in verse 8. He tells, if a person lives many years, let him rejoice in them all. So really, all of this is relevant to all of us, regardless of our age. But especially you who are young here. Remember, the day will come before you know it. It will come almost like a thief in the night. When it will be too late. Before the... I'm sorry. In the days when the keepers of the house tremble. Now, here... The preacher here at Ecclesiastes, he's giving us a picture of what it's like in old age. Young people, pay attention. There's a day coming when it'll be like this. He says, the keepers of the house tremble. What's the keepers of the house? What's the keepers of the house? The keepers of the house... This this takes a little bit of imagination, but with, with... what do we do to defend ourselves? How do we defend ourselves? We defend ourselves with our hands, right? And, and what we do to, to be able to take care of ourselves, it's with our hands. And there, the preacher warns us one day they will come when the keepers of the house will tremble. Our hands will begin to tremble and we won't be able to hold them steady like we did before. And we won't be able to take care of ourselves like we did before. He warns us, There's a day coming like that. And he says, the strong men are bent. The strong men are bent. What is it that carries us around? But our legs. There will come a time, if we live long enough, if the Lord gives us a life that's long enough, there will come a time when it seems that our our legs will bow out and, and bend and it will be difficult to walk. He tells us, remember your Creator before that time comes. Then he says, and the grinders cease because they are few. Now we have good dentists today. (laughs) And, And many people can keep their teeth. But the preacher, in his day, they didn't have dentists and all the dental hygiene like we do today. So one of the effects of old age would be that they would lose their teeth and the grinders 
would cease. And he says, and those who look through windows are dimmed. And here he speaks of our eyes as we look out into the world. The the windows are dimmed. We can't see like we did before. They didn't have glasses like this. We can't see as clearly as we did before. And he says, the doors of the street are shut when the sound of the grinding is low. The doors of the street are like the ears. You can't hear as well as you once did. Then he says, when the sound of the grinding... And one rises up at a bird at the sound of a bird. You know, when whenever you're aging, uh, you, older people that are here can relate to this. Younger people, we're warning you, you don't sleep as well, and sometimes you just rise up at the sound of a bird, or or you just can't sleep, and so you're waking up, and it's just at the same time the birds are beginning to to chirp outside. He says, and all the daughters of song are brought low. The daughters of song, I think, maybe the vocal cords. The vocal cords. You just can't sing like you used to before. Your voice doesn't sound like it did when you were young. He then says, they're afraid also of what is high. And the terrors are in the way. You don't handle steps like you used to. There's a terror in the way. There's different hazards that you, that you run into when you're aging that you didn't worry about when you were young. And the almond tree blossoms. I don't know exactly what this is talking about, but the, 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 the commentary suggested that an almond tree has the white blooms on it, the white flowers, and it, it could look like the, the, the white hair on an old man. The, the almond tree blossoms. And it says, the grasshopper drags himself along. That one who was as agile as a grasshopper when he was young able to just move around and do whatever he desired to do, now just drags himself along, can barely get along. (laughs) We're we're sticking with the Bible here. I'm trying to open it up. to. I don't want to depress anyone. Just drags himself along. And it says, desire fails. The literal words that it uses there in the Hebrew is, is like the caper berry is ineffective. Um, the caper berry was thought to be uh, something that would, would uh, stimulate appetite to cause you to want to eat. Um, and I've sat by some hospice beds in the last year, in the last year and a half, and one of the things is the appetite just dwindles away and they don't want to eat. They don't want to eat. And desire fails. 
All of this description here in this picture that the preacher gives of, of what aging is like, and he's warning the young people. He's warning us young people, there's a day coming where you think you're strong now. You, you think you can do everything now, but there's a day coming when you won't be able to enjoy life the way you used to. And he says, rejoice, O young man, in your youth. Remember your Creator when you're young because there will come a day when it will be so much harder to do so. And then he tells us, because man is going to his eternal home and the mourners are out in the streets. He's warning there will come a time when we will die. And as you see this picture here of the aging process, you've got mourners that are out in the streets waiting for the funeral. Then he changes the image that he has here. He says, before the silver cord is snapped or the golden bowl is broken. Here we see an image of like a lamp. A golden bowl lamp held by a silver cord. And it shines, but yet then the cord snaps because of age wearing out. And it lands on the ground and the bowl crashes and smashes into pieces. And then he says, and the dust returns. Oh, I'm sorry. And the pitcher is shattered. And the fountain, at the fountain, where the wheel broken at the cistern. There, a picture of like a well, where a person goes to draw water with a pitcher and they pull the water out. But when the pitcher is broken, it's too late. You can't get any water out like you used to. And the, the wheel, like the pulley system on the well, the wheel's broken, it's useless. You can't get that water out anymore. The preacher warns us that a day is coming when we won't work the way we used to work. And one day, a day is coming when we will go to our eternal home. He tells us, and the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. Just like God told Adam and Eve after they sinned, man was made from dust, and to dust will return. Here the preacher picks up on the same concept. He says, the dust returns to the earth and the Spirit to God who gave it. It's almost pictured as like a reverse of creation. When God created man, He took dust and formed him out of the ground and blew His breath, blew His Spirit into man and He became a living soul. And here, the dust goes back to the dust and the Spirit returns to God who gave it. And then he says, vanity of vanity, says the preacher, all is vanity. 
the preacher has said this so many times all the way through the book. We've, we've heard it over and over again. Vanity of vanities. He says, life is basically meaningless if you look at it from the perspective of under the sun. Under the sun. If you look at life without God, apart from Him, it seems vanity. It seems meaningless. Useless. But... We don't look at life apart from God. Our labor, as the preacher has talked often about, our labor, our toil is not in vain in the Lord. We will all come, if God gives us that strength, we will all come to a day whenever we, our bodies don't work the way we, they, they used to. I think I was 20 when I started first feeling the effects of aging. <laughs> and now I'm 40. One. It will come to all of us, and all of us will go says, to our eternal home, but Jesus defeated death. He came and He died in our place and He rose again so that all who believe in Him will raise with Him. Amen? While we go through the aging process, we can remember our Creator and remember that He is our Redeemer and that He will one day come and He will set all things right. He will wipe away every tear. I believe that when we are created again in the new creation, and He he reunites our soul with our body, that we will no longer have any pain or crying. We will, we will, uh, you know, I don't know, it just, it, it's just something to imagine about, but when He returns, I, I think we'll probably have bodies like we're in the prime of our lives. I don't know, maybe, maybe 20s, 30s, something like that. That's just something He doesn't tell us. But we have a promise. There is something beyond this life. When we trust in Him. So, young people, old, older people, remember your Creator. Remember your Creator who made you, who died for your sins. Look to Him. We have a hope of a future with Him forever. In a land, as the old song says, where we never grow old. Thank you for listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.